0: Welcome back to another edition of Dogging It, Mike. We are no longer in Washington, and I got to tell you, I, for one, am severely disappointed because I come back to Texas weather, and I got real spoiled out there uh, <laughs> on the West Coast, buddy. It is not the same. It is not the same, Mike.
1: Yeah, no, it's it was beautiful. We were both lucky enough to be out in Washington State for the Don Weir Memorial, and and the weather was absolutely perfect out there, it's a beautiful part of the country. Um, you know, so yeah, it's, 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 it's tough getting back home for sure.
0: But we got, we got home and we're safe and we're sound and we got a fun show in store for you guys. Some fun for some, I don't know if it'll be fun for all, but, uh, nevertheless, it's going to be a good time. So, yeah. uh, Mike, we got the president of the WPA, Aishan Singh coming on here shortly. I, for one, have been, uh, uh looking forward to this conversation and, uh, You know, thankfully, they've been open to it. Uh, We had Shane Tyree on earlier on this month, or uh, maybe it was last month. We had uh, David Morris, a board member of the EPBF, come on uh, a few weeks back as well. And this is just more along, just continuing uh, these conversations, Mike. So,
1: yeah, no, it's um, you know, there's and and really since we um, talked about having Sean on, a lot has happened in the past week. I mean, just yep. crazy stuff happened the past week with the Asian, you know, the new Asian Federation that's the part of the uh the WPA and uh making some rulings against Singapore players. We just found out that Polish players have been uh threatened, you know, to to not play in the Asian Open. So we well, we'll get I don't to know
0: all that. Yeah, I don't know if threatens the right word. They were basically told, you know, they couldn't they were I'd imagine there was repercussions if they're played in the Asian Open and from my understanding is that all the Polish players have since withdrawn. So It
1: sounds like uh, a threat to me.
0: <laughs> as close as close to I'm a word guy. Feels, that's like, yeah.
1: that's semantics there.
0: Well, you know, it's like uh, it's like my mom would tell me, "Yeah, you go ahead and do that. You go ahead and do." Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, and and she yeah. would just give me the look and I knew, you know, I yeah, know if I don't did do it. it.
1: Really. Yeah, uh, yeah. we are going to be repercussions.
0: There was. But let's bring on the, uh, the man of the hour, uh, newly elected president of the WPA, Aishan Singh. Aishan, welcome. How are you?
2: Hi, hi guys. Yeah, thank you for having me on. I'm good in South Africa. Uh, but other than uh, uh, normal problems of our country, everything else seems fine.
0: Uh, well that's good we're glad we're glad you're doing well it's been a little while last time we saw you was out in vegas uh rio for the uh world 10 ball championship there's been a lot of stuff going on over the last few months mike you want to get us going or or uh uh... well
1: um you know we can talk about a lot of things you know I, i guess uh it's it's best to talk about the the most timely things first um and you know, the news that just broke is that uh, Polish players have been informed by the Polish National Federation that they should not play in the Asian Open, which, of course, is a matchroom event, not a WPA event. And um, according to at least one Polish player, um, you know, the reason is that the Asian Open was too close to the World Eight Ball Championships and they wouldn't have enough time to to. To switch time zones—that's <laughs> at least what one Polish player is telling me was was the reason given to them. What um, <clears throat> what can you tell us about uh, the EP or the the Polish National Federation's decision? Uh, I imagine this goes through the EPBF and then to you. Uh, what what do you know about what happened?
2: Um, well, Mike. Uh, <clears throat> firstly, I think it uh, just to <laughs> clarify. Uh, each federation, each national federation, um, they can make these kind of decisions on of their own. Yeah, so this decision that you referred into to from the Polish Federation, uh, which may be followed by a few other regions as well, um, was, uh, to my knowledge, was based on the fact that players had to sign a contract, uh, and there were points on that contract that were not um not befitting a promoter it was items that a usually a a body like wpa or a federation would have put in items like if you do play in that event um in the contract when you do play you cannot play in any other um any other uh nine ball event without the permission of matchroom you know, there's a clause to that effect uh, i don't have that in front of me right now but that that you're is you're talking about uh,
1: matchroom contracts
2: matchroom contract to play in the asian well, open
1: okay but, so, but um, this is <laughs> this is exactly the opposite this is a federation telling a player they can't play this is not matchroom telling a player that they can't play so, no, so I, I, I,
2: no, I think i think the point sorry the the point is that for people to complain that event, they would be signing a contract that, using Poland as an example, they can't allow their players to sign that kind of a contract with a company uh, because that company will then dictate which tournaments they can play in and which they can't. So for that purpose, they they tell the players that they cannot take part in that event only because of uh, that contract that matchroom needs signed. I was sent a copy of the contract, so I have seen it. And I'm not sure why Maxim put a thing in like that compared to the well, media the, that that they preach that they're allowing players to play wherever they want to play.
1: They haven't told a player that they can't play someplace, whether it's in the contract or not. And that's pretty much the same logic that David Morris used when we were talking to him as, as one of the heads of the EPBF, that you know the EPBF players sign a contract that essentially says the same thing and his defense was yeah, but we've never held anybody against that. We've never told anybody they couldn't play. It's in there, but we haven't used it. So and I would though, say the same thing. Matchroom might have that in there, but they haven't used it against anyone yet.
0: And and just okay. just just for just for full disclosure, you know, you have an event like the China Open going on where, where Filler and, and Francisco are, are playing the China Open. So and there's not going to be any any repercussions on Matchroom's side for them going and playing the china open so it's a little hard to understand that you know that reason behind uh limiting players from playing in the asian open from the polish federation so
2: so that's why i said i think let's get clarity these kind of clauses actually exist and have existed in federations we've had them Um, The last time that I was on on here, we discussed a bit about it because it's in the WPA's constitutions and documents as well, our license agreements. So federations do have these clauses. Um, You don't get companies putting these clauses in. And with the federation, there's further fine lines to it as to why they have it. It has a lot of merit. It exists in all sporting codes. So we can start that discussion as to merits of having it, but when a company has it, uh, that's a different story. Uh, So the company has different objectives compared to the association that we belong to. So I still don't know why Matron put it in. We always had it, Uh, it exists, they are aware of it. We are actually gonna be going into a General Assembly to discuss this point, because to date we have not enforced it um, I received questions uh, you know, from you uh, asking about what are we going to do about this? How are we going to react to it? Uh, that's with Matchroom's um, activities and refusal to sanction their events with us. So, um, they, they you know, that, uh, that's, I know that's another topic, but just for clarity, they have every right and they should prevent their players from signing contracts uh, with companies or with promoters that dictate which tournaments they can play in thereafter. That is, as I said, reserved for the job of associations and federations.
0: But you're the ones exercising it though, is what is what I'm having a hard time understanding. So you're upset because that language is in there, but from my understanding, language like that has always been in those types of contracts, you know, going going back years, Aishan. So I'm I'm still I'm still having a hard time understanding how, you know, how you guys are, I guess upset at the fact that it's in there, but because it's not one of your contracts, it's Matchroom contracts, that that's the reason why you're now limiting players from playing in that event.
2: So, so <sighs> correct. I, I'm, I'm not sure, uh, I'm not aware of that ever existing before uh, with these, uh, whether Matchroom or any other promoter. Uh, this was the first time that we, we saw it on their end. On our side, it existed for ages from the inception of the organization and the Federation. Um, However, in terms of understanding, um, l- like I said, the players playing in in or matrum not enforcing it with the people playing in the China Open is not, is not the reason um, that they chose not to do it. It's only about it existing in a contract that it should not exist. We have learned with many companies and the WPA and its members at this point in time have learned about Matchroom and their contracts. We've had a long history with this company, um, a really good company in promoting the sport, uh, history dating back from what I've been told over 20 years. And they recognized the WPA in all this time, always sanctioned their events with the WPA, knowing who is the authority for the the sport. So um, only now, Things are changing for this year in 23, and we're starting to see a different, you know, attitude, different behavior. Even the launch of a new, you know, a new body. Um, uh, in in a in a press statement, it, uh, that statement relegated the WPA to an amateur status. So it's other people just putting names and words on who we are, but it didn't change anything. The WPA is still who they are from 1987. You know, so our things that existed, the ways we work with which are all the federations uh, come up you know, uh, discussing structure. The WPA is, in a way, representative of every little federation uh, down from a district level to possibly a provincial level to a national level, continental level, up to the WPA. So we do represent everybody from that level. So when we talk, we are the ones here that's right on the top of the tree um, rep- you know, making the statements. Uh, but it comes right from the bottom, right from the heart. So there's nothing different that we've had or doing right now. The fact that we didn't enforce our rules um, on Matchroom for this year so far was purely because of some legal um, legal implications that were taking place. Um, for those who don't know, Matchroom uh, Matchroom's legal team, you know, had uh, uh basically threatened the wpa not not to have not to use the words uh, world nine ball uh again saying that they own it so um that posed challenges and we were asked to stop our junior world junior championship and our world women's championship um, so we we had to engage lawyers and yeah. do all that to just protect ourselves and go on so we're learning that we've got to be so careful what these companies put in documents. We have to protect our players. Uh, that's how we start off. We are the authority for the sport, and in many ways, we are the WPA to look after all aspects of the sport. Right, but
0: even even though there was there was uh, uh, that legal that legal situation with matching regarding the World Junior Nine Ball Championship, you guys still went ahead with the event and. Uh, you know, no, nothing, ever, nothing ever came of that of that lawsuit, at least to date, um, because the, the women's world nine ball went on, the world junior championship. So I, I understand the premise, but you guys are the ones at this point exercising, uh, limiting those Polish players from competing. And you, you mentioned a whole lot there in, in the last few minutes, but uh, I just want to ask you point blank, because I've been hearing a lot of this lately. Is there is there any kind of ban coming from players starting – starting next month or in in October, that if players are playing uh, match events, they'll be banned for a year from WPA-sanctioned events?
2: Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm sure those rumors will be going around because uh, it's going to be tabled um, at our General Assembly. That's on the 7th of October. So that is an item that's going on um, and we'll be able to answer you uh, after that uh, as to what the for these kind of decisions we take it to our general assembly so that we get a so that is that is on the table then
0: from what it sounds like aishon are you there well Mike that didn't last too long before. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like uh every time we get we get a uh, WPA on internet seems to be a bit of an issue Mike you want to message aishon and just see if we can uh yeah. Get them to get them to uh, refresh the screen. We got lots to go and discuss. A lot of things that were kind of asked directly, and then you know, kind of went round and round here. Um, but I wanna,
1: <laughs> I wanna. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of soft shoe going on. I
0: wanna uh, I wanna circle back to a few of these topics and and, and kind of kind of start back with the uh, ACBS and the and the uh, Asian Federation suspending well, I mean, suspending I mean, players. No, go ahead, Mike.
1: No, it's, it's you know, without getting too far off this conversation about, you know, he he did mention earlier, and I want to get some clarification on it, that, that other European
0: federations are going to follow suit of the Polish Federation.
1: I'm just well, he did, mention,
0: he did mention that specifically. He said it was just the Polish Federation, but he hinted at the fact that others were considering the same thing, Mike.
1: Right. Um, hold on. Let me see if I can get a shot back on here.
0: We're gonna to try to get him to refresh you guys. So just stand by. This has uh, been an interesting first fifteen minutes of, of this conversation. <laughs> it seems whoever, ever footing the bill for Shane Tyree and Aishan's uh, internet, seem to be on the same uh, on the same uh, line, Mike.
1: Yeah, no, it's it's it, um, yeah. They they know when to duck. Uh, no, it's just. If I want to see this matchroom contract that says that it's starting to, you know, that it can exercise leverage against players and, and the WPA is acting like, you know, we have the same language, but it's different for us because we're because, not a private, because we're not a private company. We're the federation looking out for everyone's best pretty interesting. well-being. Um, that's an interesting, you know, angle to take on it. Of sounds, all the like stances to take,
0: Mike, that's the one you want to take, <laughs> Right. Well, I'm they're curious not
1: us. To, I'm curious, you know, the Polish Federation is the first one to come out with this. I'm just curious how much of this came from WP, from Matrum Walson into Poland and holding the world championship in their backyard. And from, well, But the know, world
0: championship is still a WPA section. It's a WPA section,
1: yeah. but I don't know how much they uh, partnered with the Polish Federation for the event. Or whether they basically just kind of breezed in, did their own event, and then you know, paid the sanction fee to the WPA. So is this retribution for that? Is it, you know, it just seems like there's a lot of um that, that it is the line is getting drawn in the sand at this point. Um and it's you know, it sounds like it's more the WPA than Matroom. If Matroom put this in their contract fine, but Matroom to to this point hasn't invoked any bans on players playing from anywhere and and emily has said numerous times they're not going to stop anybody from playing in any event they want to play in
0: let's uh let's bring back on ishan you there
2: ishan can you hear us Yeah. sorry again not sure what happened i was talking to myself oh sorry about
1: that um Sometimes it'd probably be better to talk to yourself than talking to us at this point.
0: Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Especially given how the next 45 minutes are going to go.
1: So a couple of things that we did want to discuss uh, going back to what you're talking about is, is you mentioned other European federations may be following suit of the Polish Federation at this point and telling players they can't play. And and so, which raises two questions to me, you know, did I hear wrong that, Polish players were told that it had anything to do with the World Eight Ball Championship, because that seems to go in direct conflict with with you know discussion that we just had. Um, you know, and and two, does any of this, you know, I don't know how closely you talk to the Polish Federation, but uh is any of this fallout from matchroom running the world championship in Poland and not really Using the Polish Federation much in in producing the event.
2: Um, n- no, look, uh, I wouldn't be able t- uh, to answer that. I- I'm not not aware. I don't deal with um, the national federations directly, uh, not in these instances. So they would go via the EPBF. Our member is the EPBF. However, I, I was at the uh, you know the World Championships that uh, Matsum held and. And the Polish Federation's involvement in that event uh, was, uh, I would say, sizable. You know, so I don't okay. think there was any. I don't think that has anything to do with it. I'm certain that if this contract—it's a new contract that Matram put out—in uh, my opinion, uh, you know, with these clauses in it, if they continued doing their events the way they were doing, nothing was going to happen at this stage. So, to my knowledge, I received this uh, contract. From a few federations, uh, I won't mention the names now, but uh, who said they can't allow their players to sign this because those players could be told could be told tomorrow where they can't play and where they can't play. So naturally that that's totally an acceptance on our side as a as an association to to honor that. Uh, that players should not be doing that with companies.
1: So explain uh, to me the away. difference. explain to me the difference between. You're telling players where they can and can't play, and Matchroom telling players where they can and can't play.
2: Right. So, so that just starts, I think. And for a lot of people, they've been comparing WPA versus Matchroom. A lot of right. questions went about that. There's people of you know, why do we have you if we can have Matchroom? Uh, um, so I think I think that's the starting point. The WPA and Matchroom, we're not even in the same ring. You know, we can't box each other because two totally different entities, totally different. So in in the world of producing sporting events, um, that's Matchroom's business uh, and probably one of the best at it. Uh, And the WPA does, we're not even on the table, you know, so we cannot be compared on that level. And then on the other side, as far as who is the sole authority of pool in the world, uh, that is us, uh, not Metro, not a company. And that recognition and authority comes through the sporting structures. Right, of the but world. That's,
0: that's just a pissing contest at the end of the day, Aishan. You know, the, I guess it's a hard time understanding where you have one, one group of people who are, who are adding events and more opportunities for players, and then you have another group of people who have not done a whole lot over let's say the last 20 30 years of of growing pool and then now now that there's more opportunity for players you and whoever you know you have under your umbrella whatever federation is now limiting players from playing in said events so help me understand the logic behind that because if you if your goal is to help players i'm not understanding how you're accomplishing that by some of these decisions like the Polish Federation, saying you can't go and play in the Asian Open?
2: Well, uh, Mike, you, you have to get your understanding correctly. All those statements you made, to my opinion, are totally wrong. Uh, so, for, for example, you started by saying that we have done nothing uh, or virtually nothing over the last 20 or 30 years. It, it's totally an incorrect statement. It's because your understanding of our two organizations is totally different. What we have to do and what we have been doing over 20 or 30 years is a lot. And we can show what we've done. You in America may not see that, may not know it, may not even recognize it because you're talking about the top end of the game. And on that aspect, you are comparing us now with Matchroom saying, you know, there's a group that's doing something for the players and there's a group that's not doing anything. So. You're comparing, once again, you need to understand what each of our role functions are. We are supposed to work with the likes of Matchroom. That's our job. We, we don't pr- produce events. Um, we are purely the, the controlling body of the sport. It's, some, it's an organization that has been recognized. You need to understand, Matchroom acknowledged us, our existence, and recognized us for over 20 years. So, all Matchroom success is part of our success. When, when our members succeed in developing uh, thousands of juniors over the years, we are the tree on the top. We, we make the statement, so we take credit for it. Uh, when it goes wrong, we, we get nailed for it. But we are the structure. I'm just the voice at the top today answering you. So let's compare or question the right things that we want to question. If we have to show you what our structure has done for the sport of pool, Uh, We are very successful, uh, because you're not not looking at us the way we are structured. We represent pool. We have many disciplines, not just nine ball. We have hay ball, black ball, we've got some new disciplines joining the WPA that you may never have even heard of, but millions of people playing the game. So that's our job, that's our role function for the sport of pool. We are controlling it, guiding it, putting the rules in place and leading the structures, which those same structures have produced over the years. What David tried to say from the European point of view, some of the top players today were junior champions not too long ago, coming through the structures that the WPA uh, has. So
0: so then it would be a fair statement to, to like when, when Matchroom responded in their email, uh, you know, regarding you guys as, as in charge of the amateur game then. I mean, if if that's the leg you're standing on, saying that we've created these structures in place for junior players to develop, whether it's in Europe or whatever co- other continent you want to talk about, that's fine, but then don't be be offended on, on, you know, the amateur label that you guys have been kind of dubbed, you know, via the email then. It, it, you, you can't have one so, without the other.
2: You, you can have your opinion on that, oh, whether wow. we're an amateur or not. The, the, the players playing the game will probably have their opinion on who's an amateur or not. We, unlike the other codes that is involved in, that they, they coat uh, darts at snooker largely in their references, uh, we do know there are separate organizations for those disciplines. I, I'm not so sure about the darts one, but certainly for snooker, I, I have a bit of a background on that, a, a separate professional and amateur sections. But in terms of pool, the WPA has been the only body covering everything in pool. And you don't seem to understand that Matchroom, from day one, didn't promote an event and, until they came and sought the sanctioning of the WPA and recognized okay. the WPA.
0: Okay, let, 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 let's let stop there for a second. So obviously there's a rift between WPA and and Matchroom. So help me understand something, because how I understand the agreement from, from <laughs> Matchroom and the WPA, the matchroom guarantee the wpa a total prize fund each year with a percentage increase plus paying sanctioning fees for players to the wpa in exchange for recognition of the rankings so if that was the deal in place from matchroom side why wouldn't the wpa take that deal if you were guaranteed an increase every year plus sanctioning fees being paid by
2: matchroom um the parts that that you are unaware of, uh, there are a whole lot of other clauses there, which, in in total, in a summary, means it was to hand over the discipline of nine ball to Matchroom. So what that would have meant is anybody that wanted to promote a nine ball event would have to go through through the Matchroom uh, setup, through the ranking points, zone to be part of that. And um, we do not have the authority that in effect was kind of uh, selling a sport even though money wasn't uh, being tra- you know handed over but that's what it meant and we don't have the authority to sell any of the disciplines we cannot do that
1: well you sold the world championship
2: <laughs> we, we, we we have the right yeah we have the rights we have the rights to allow promoters to run the tournaments and we do we've been doing that with matchroom from a long time ago the there's no difference what we've done now to what we've done before uh, well the, the one sad part is that Matchroom, you may or may not be aware had the world championships for a few years and then they didn't have a sponsor they couldn't do it so we didn't have a world championship for a year right. uh, or two so uh, yeah that's Matchroom's history so yes they have it again there is a contract in place for that and we were very happy to allow, as I said, and you guys probably know, probably today, there's no better company than Matchroom in, in putting on an event, in running an event. The, the rift, the problems that we have, and uh, we, the WPA, are to blame for that. that. No doubt about it. The contract that we have signed with Matchroom for the World Championship, not selling a discipline, but for the World Championship, right. one event, one event, um, the contract was written um, with too much trust in it. It was a weakness on the WPA. Maybe the twenty years of history blinded blinded us, and uh, gave the the, the matroom way, way too much rights in that document, so much so that it got proven to us that uh, our system and our structure that we used all these years was no longer applicable. Matroom exercised those rights uh, this year earlier this year. Um, and, uh, yeah, that, that ended up a disaster, a world championship when it's a world championship around the world. As I said, we have to represent our members. We are accountable to them. Well, uh, but if we you call- slept,
0: if y'all slept the contract, there's nothing that we can, you know, you can do after the fact. If you, if you agree to it, you know, it's kind of water under the bridge at this point, but you have, you have a promoter who's continuing to add events on, give players more opportunity to, you know, get get paydays, whatever your opinion is on that uh, is, is fine as well. But I don't understand how and – and I'm just going to keep on circling back until we get a decent answer here. It, explain the logic of agreeing with the Polish Federation, stopping players from playing in a matchroom event um, when it's not going to interfere with, with anything you guys got going
2: on at that time. Uh, <clears throat> all right, so I, yeah, let me try a different way to explain it to you. <laughs> so I, I'm going to just try a different different route. Yeah. So you need to understand who we are, and when I refer to we, please try and understand and see us as the WPA and every federation in the world, hundreds right. of federation right. that make us up. Okay, so we we are when we we are the authority for the sport. As as when it's an authority. Uh, in some ways, I'm just trying my best here, uh, let's look at the police system, you know, so when when you're the police, and you got to enforce rules and regulations, that those rules and regulations are created by a government, and then these guys got to go and enforce it. Um, it's never an, a nice job, it's never an easy job, but they need to do it. We are that kind of person within the sport that keeps the structure that keeps all this going on and to prevent just anybody doing anything and uh, messing up the sport when when people I come sh- in and
1: No I, I I get I get that go ahead Mike
0: Well I I I just I'm I'm not it's not registering with me because if it's well, if, 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 Go yeah, ahead Mike
1: Yeah so so this is the way I understand it and I and and you know is is Tough as it can sound, like I'm trying to be on WPA, I have always defended the WPA as needing to exist for all the reasons you discussed, okay, Ishan, which is um, you know gathering federations together, working with governments, getting funding in to develop junior players, all that kind of stuff, um, and and organizing you know, player getting players to world championships to make it more representative. All those kind of things, I understand. Uh, but, and correct me if I'm wrong, it sounds to me like all this, which is now starting with the Polish Federation, is going to be WPA's response to matchroom putting into a contract that they can tell players where and where not to play. And that you're just trying to protect your end of... You know, governing the sport from from that happening. So, is that correct? More or less. More or less. Okay, <laughs> less or more?
2: <laughs> more. More, more. More. Okay. Certainly. So yeah.
1: let's 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 take that as an assumption. Now, at, at, at that level of the game, what would prevent players from saying, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead. If Matrum is going to be this top pro level end of nine ball and I feel like there's enough opportunity there, I no longer care about my federation's involvement in my future. So I'm just going to sign the Matrum contract and the Polish federation is going to tell me I can't play in the China open and I can't play in Qatar and I can't play here and I can't, but, but I'm I'm going to be my own well, they, boss from this. They point may
0: on. they may not be able to play in the World Nine Ball Championships also because those those. Uh, uh, well, at that
1: point, at that point, if all the players to me, if that point all the players said, "We're just going to, you know, I'm a professional at this level. This is the way I want to treat my life, my own decisions. I don't care about my federation." Then I would think Matrum would eventually just drop the WPA sanctioning of the World Championship. Well, but that's got to be I'm written in right?
0: the contract. I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm, I'm I'm assuming that's a part of the language in that contract that even though. Matrum has the world nine ball that the WPA will continue. Will they can continue just call it their own world nine
1: ball champion and not call it the WPA championship anymore. Not, so, so, but that's what I'm saying. Do you, do you understand where I'm going with that, Sean is, is at, at what point do players, you know, who's, who's making the players make this decision at this point, you or Matrim? Uh,
2: so, so we have been forced into this position. Uh, and just for everybody to remember, it all stems from, from the, 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 the figure that people seem to have dreaded this 2.5% sanctioning fee and what it brought, you know. So Matchroom's refusal for, from this year onwards to do that is what brought us to where we are. Right. So now that we are here, uh, this year, uh, Matchroom's, uh, one, one of their emails to us, was when they said they will not sanction any further, they also left, uh, let's call it a door open by saying they will review the situation at the end of the year. So on our side, we decided to wait with the hope (laughs) that the review um, would be to just to unite us all again you know to get the fee as we know matroom is a business and we always said to them uh, it's not coming out of their pocket so it can't be a business decision they take it out of the paycheck of right. the players. Take it so off the players that wasn't Which, an issue' is a
1: problem it's a problem to start with but okay
2: yeah but anyway, it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's how matroom handled it all along before yeah. you know so so we we were at that stage uh, however we are quite aware now um, after learning of the new world bodies that they have created, and uh, referring to us an amateur status, and it's we see where they've taken and you know they've changed all these goalposts and seen us differently now. Uh, we don't think uh, that they're going to come back with anything, which is why um, and as you know we for everything now we have to get legal advice on things. But so we're we're in a position now to continue with our federation following our rules and regulations that we have. So we go to a general assembly, one of the items over there will be to enforce the rules that we have where players, if they play in non-sanctioned events, they won't be welcomed in in, in WPA events. So coming to your point, Mike, um, these players, if they believe that Matchroom is the one that's going to do that for them, uh, I'm I'm certain as you think they would, uh, they would just join and uh, Mike, you, you're right, uh, Michael. That uh, that there is the world championship that's at stake because if they get themselves suspended, then they're technically not allowed to play in the world championship. But as we're talking, if if I was matchroom and if that's what I wanted to do, I would then just drop the section in with WPA yeah. and and have the have the world championship uh, Metro one as they're doing everything right now. So I don't see that being a, 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 too much of a deterrent for them um it, it does exist in the black and white in the rules but they could they could drop it uh, there's enough clauses for them to let it go yeah so um so mike uh, <clears throat> if the players are, are gonna be uh put into that position which uh, it is my belief that after the uh, meeting that would take place um, going yeah i think it's gonna because the general yeah. feeling from all the members i wrote to all the members that letter is what you published it was an open letter then in the end um, was getting their feeling and their opinion. So uh, that those things resulted in in, in literally uh, more than 20 or 30 more emails coming in to the WPA confirming from federations, national federations, that um, you know we will be nobody in the long term if these kind of things can exist. The ripple effect of what Metrum is doing, people are only looking at one company, but uh, it can create a whole lot of other companies, people just... Out of nowhere, doing these kind of things, and uh, we would lose the entire structure that we have, and what we believe in, and what we stand for.
0: What 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 is it that you're trying to accomplish by doing this, though?
2: Uh, for Metro to sanction their events, uh, if like everybody else is doing, <laughs> that's but all if, that if, they need
0: to do. So, so you're kind of you're using the players as leverage in order to. Get Matchroom to have their events become sanctioned once again is what it sounds
2: like. So, so as yeah, so that's why good good that you bring it up in that way. Uh, this started from the beginning of the year, as you know, Matchroom chose not to sanction their events, but we did not enforce that, uh, whereas we had the opportunity to do, to do so. And we hoped well, that we would it, would.
0: it sounds like you're going to be exercising that coming up. So it's great that you didn't do it for nine months. But if the writing's on the wall, that you know, coming up here pretty soon. Once well, you're it, generous, sounds, it, it, it sounds, it sounds like. You,
2: but you guys are missing the big point. The big yeah. point is: it look at those contracts that Plays had to sign for the nine months before versus right. the one today. Right. There's a big change. So that's, follow that.
1: So that's what that's what the whole linchpin to all this is: is the new contract that you've seen, that we haven't seen, that what what does the contract do you have it there can you tell us what it says verbatim in terms of player ability to play in other events
2: um i could send it to you after okay
1: <laughs> okay but, but so so then but for that, but from my understanding, like, what this
2: whole discussion is about no this but, is new well no, is no no new. no that 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 the Mike, the, the, why... the work
0: in there has has been that way for quite some time
1: not the wording that's in there now, according to Ishan. And I'll take his word for it because I'm sure they've looked at all the contracts leading up to this. So if the contract now says that now Matrum has the authority to tell the players where they can't, can't play, I understand a national federation saying, sorry, guys, you can't sign these kind of exclusive contracts and still be in our federation. Okay? That, that, makes, that, that's, that makes sense to me. I can understand that. Okay, So it, th- it seems like that's where the, um, that's where the real disconnect is here, or the real the, the line in the sand, that's what is being drawn about. Is this particular wording in this particular contract? Yes or no? Uh,
2: yes, th- that's why I said that was more of the problem, and not the only one, but definitely the biggest one that resulted in action now. Uh, we can go to the less spot under the more or less, <laughs> <That there> are...
1: <laughs> I knew you'd get back to my less.
2: <laughs> yeah. There, so there, there, there is. Um, I, I we just received. Um, um, we, we just received uh, letters of suspension to, from from two countries, and um, and those countries were brought up for hosting unsanctioned events. So those countries now resulted in them getting suspended. Uh, because they hosted a non-sanctioned event, uh, or about to sanction, you know, uh, host events that's non-sanctioned.
1: This is our. This has already happened.
2: Yeah, that that that, that uh, yes, that has just 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 in the next few days. I think so. It'll break so out.
1: now the WPA is going to uh, sanction federation countries that have a non-sanctioned event.
2: Right. So so that's why I said under the less part. Uh, this, this these kind of things now will also continue because the members are obligated within the governments to follow these rules that, that we have. And uh, you know th- that is the law on our side. Uh, from a sporting perspective, that's the law we have to follow. So, so countries will be facing these kind of things if they support non-sanctioned events. So just something to keep note of.
1: So did the Polish Federation get fined? Four. Oh that, no, that's right. W, the World Championship was WPA sanctioned. So, what countries? Correct. What countries have been tabbed for doing this?
2: Uh, the, r- right now, the two countries uh, are Singapore and Thailand. Uh, Singapore and Vietnam. Sorry.
1: Singapore and Vietnam. So, and these are upcoming events. So now, what we can kind of <sighs> expect going forward is that um, you know the, the the Polish Federation pulled told players they had to pull out of the Asian Open i imagine that this is going to be the case going forward for any matchroom event in any country that sponsor that that allows a matchroom a matchroom event
2: yeah, in terms of our rules, we don't specify matchroom. We just talk about un- you know un- okay, un- well, it yeah. could be it could be anyone. <laughs> yeah.
1: So yeah. so matrim uh, events going forward, matrim is expected. To, you know they've got a contract for an event in full to Germany again next year. So the German Federation would get sanctioned and suspended if that event goes on. Correct?
2: Uh, it, no, I, I think it. I think it. It depends on whether they they are running it or they're involved in it. I, I think there's more to that too. Uh, but uh, in in terms of membership, yes, members, our our players are members of our members. And now we're talking about, we just discussed the players that's been told not to play here, there and everywhere. And the similar will happen to countries who also do the same, take part in, in non-sanctioned events.
1: Okay, all right. At that point, you're starting to lose me a little bit, uh, Ishawn, as far as logic and, and fairness go. Because if if say I'm just using Poland because that's on the agenda, that's 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 a big topic today. So five Polish players decide they don't really care about the Polish Federation anymore, and they're gonna play in matchroom events. Okay. And ten players, Polish players, say they're gonna stick with the Federation. So What happens next year if Mantrum runs an event, non-sanctioned event in Poland, and those five players who are freelancers at this point play in that event, and the other 10 don't? Does the Polish Federation still get sanctioned?
2: Uh, I wouldn't think so. Not for that.
1: Okay. So, yeah, it seems like it's it's getting a little bit fuzzy here uh, over how you're going to start, you know, Fining and sanctioning, and suspending national so, federations the, for any event that the
0: the the, the 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 Spanish Open had had support from the Spanish Federation. So it would be fair to say that they would then uh, have suspensions in place if they went along with that event next year.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's that's a better understanding of it. If they if they do the same next year, then Thank yes, you. they would. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. <laughs> yes. Okay. Not 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 too complicated. <laughs>
1: so so federation is complicit in helping a non-sanctioned event in their country they're going to get smacked under wrist that's correct okay mm. Mm. wow so th- so this i mean next year is going to be really interesting obviously because this this is the line that's being drawn in the sand that we've all been kind of talking about and dancing around for the last six eight months well since last December uh, when Matt, when Barry Hearn made his announcement of Matchroom not sanctioning events with WPA. So how does this get solved, Eshaan?
2: Yeah. So uh, currently as we stand, if, if no other rules change, uh, we are governed by very standard standard document. It's on the website being there forever. Uh, we need Matchroom to sanction their events with us. Uh, that's really what we need. We, we have no other, you know, no okay. other long story. We're not asking for anything different. Um, so so if, if
0: if 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 they offered if they offered a plate to pay the sanctioning fees for the players and have you guys sanction the events, is that is that is that the only I- issue? Then, then you guys will put your rubber stamp on it, say it's a WPA sanctioned event. You take your money from every event, and then you wouldn't go and uh, threaten the players that are playing in matchroom events. Then, at that point, yes, maybe you can have the money yeah so look, my, so look i got i got my daughter shaking me down like the wpa here <laughs> <laughs> so go
1: ahead
2: go ahead yeah. yep well uh, it, the fee is the fee is one part of sanctioning so this the mm-hmm. sanction comes with a few other rules uh that we have um for the various events uh, things like drug testing. Uh, there, there's, there's a few other rules to it, but I don't think anything that uh, Matchroom would not be happy with, because uh, they we've well, seen the events and they've done it before. So, so, so yeah, I think it's merely sanctioning.
1: So I don't. So here's here's what I don't get about that part, of Sean, is that the reason that Matchroom pulled out of having its event sanctioned by the WPA, at least according to Barry Hearn last December, was that. They didn't feel like they were getting anything for that sanctioning. Okay, so now you're saying that if they came back in and Mm -hmm. sanctioned everything, and paid you a fee for each event, that you guys would be cool with it. And if I'm answering, I'm saying, "Wait a second, what did we get for doing that?"
2: Yeah, uh, actually, that was a question that Emily had posed, uh, uh, actually, on numerous occasions to me, repeatedly saying, "What do we get? What what do you do for the? Yeah, what do we get?" and it was uh, like like uh, Michael finds it hard to understand. This <laughs> this is this is who we this is who we are. This base. is how <laughs> yeah, This is how we exist. Right. Uh, and so so we yes we don't have any other funding from any other source or anything for us to do what we do around the world. Uh, in 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 our sport, uh, this is the financial model that keeps us around and keeps us alive. Right. And everyone right. respects that. Metrum respected it for 20 years. Acknowledged it. Uh, to me, they've just learned a lot now, and maybe realized, okay, now now they want to question, what do but, you do? But uh, after 20 years of doing this, it's silly. You know, you use somebody, yeah. you you grow with you, and now to, you know, uh, now after why why do I pay you this money? I mean, uh, yeah. because it, it's not about be, because you pay us, then we do drug testing. It's not, we, we do the drug testing because we need to exist in the IOC structure. We get told from the big boys there, you need to produce 50 tests or 100 tests a year. And uh, this is what you got to do to keep your sport alive in there. So it's all an, a compliance compliance issue. And, and that's really what we do. So yes, the, the, the sanctioned events with us um, the fee is the one item um uh, as I said, there are other things to sanction in, but i don't think that's a concern uh, for matchroom um they've They've abided by you know the rules and regulations all these, and they seem to be doing the similar uh, setup now so it's but for, there's for the there, events would be totally supported if it yeah. was just uh, sanctioned yes the
0: the sport doesn't grow without players though, and so if you're gonna you know if you're gonna limit players from playing in their events. it's gonna make it real hard for those events to
2: continue to grow would be my guess so 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 there's another there's that's a whole different topic that's arising now um i don't think we need to worry about that as you're saying purely because the sport has kind of outgrown that stage Uh, just a year ago you know we discussed about date clashes so our hope in the wpa is to try and choose the main events of the world uh, probably there's five or six of them and speak to the promoters to avoid a date clash for that whereas the rest of the events um in in one of our uh dinner meetings with barry he's, his goal was to have like 50 events uh a year so 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 matchroom you know uh, they 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 it's great what they're doing and if they're going to do 50 events you're going to understand that between all what we have to look after uh, there's gonna be many, many clashes. So I think players are gonna have to choose what discipline they like, what you know, where the where it makes more financial sense for them, or where the accolades are better, or where their personal sponsors would like them to play. I, I think these kind of decisions are what players will be taking, but I don't see it as being very negative decisions. Sounds like that for today, but if Matrim grows, and I really wish well, they how- do
0: grow to how do you think it'll sound like tomorrow if they're getting if they're getting suspended from playing wpa events for playing in a matching event
2: so so that so like again i said any unsanctioned event if they play in and it's if if that's the decision that will be taken it does look that way so it's it's not good for them and that's the decision they're gonna have to be making you know one way or the other I think these players, if they, if they thought about it too, and as it was said, it seems like we're using the players as pawns, uh, we didn't do that all this time. Uh, the players are the ones who's really the ones that are affected right now. It's, they got to make these decisions, uh, but they have but You're the forcing
0: them to make that decision. Don't make it seem like it's on them, because you guys are, 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 are now saying, we're making you make this decision now.
2: Yeah, but you seem to be very one-sided. You're missing the point that I told you. Matchroom's doing the same. So But they're not
0: exercising it. They're not not exercising it. That's the difference. You guys are now exercising it.
1: Right. You're the first ones to exercise it, uh, even though they've got it in their contract. Uh Uh, So, you know, again, I think it all comes back to this, this part of this contract that says, Matchroom contract says, Matchroom is an independent promoter, has the ability to tell players where to play and play not that's what's the WPA is now using to force a decision, you know it's it is using the players as pawns, but it's it's, it it's that line but but Mantram could have done the same thing if everybody signed their contract. So it's that line to say that we all knew was going to come up, which is who's actually got more power okay who, who who's got the most leverage And we've saw we've seen today, that, you know, listen, the WPA has leverage with players through its federations, and right. it's it's proven that by Polish players all pulling out of the Asian Open, okay, so to me, if this is their way of saying to Mantrum, you know, w- you know, everybody says if players had anything to choose, they would pick a Mantrum event over a WPA event anytime, well, you know what, apparently
0: that's not the case. No, that's, so, that's, 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 so, that's, I don't think that's true, Mike. They're, no, being, it, they're it, being, they're being, they're, they're being backed into a corner. There's a big difference. I right, so imagine that, there's a lot of so politics going they're on. Being on the back back, end they're that, being backed that
1: into a, a corner. They're being backed into a corner and they've got the opportunity to make their decision. Okay. I'm going to be a matchroom player. I'm going to be a WPA player. I'm going to stay with my federation. I'm not going to stay with my federation. Okay. They've got that decision to make today. So far today, Polish players have all made the decision that the federation is more important to them right now than than a match room event so uh, all i'm saying is that we're getting we've gotten to that point now where the line is in the sand and to me ishan that spells out locking match room and the wpa into a room and getting language together i got a, both I got a room you guys can come into how about this
0: room how about <laughs> well, I mean, how about we how about we get you Ishan, and we'll get emily on and we can have a nice open discussion uh here <laughs> it's got to
1: go, go way beyond that you're going to have to get into i mean it's it's all a language issue at this point isn't it ishan it's about it's about who can tell players what to do and what not to do and who's controlling you know who can run events where and who can't run events where i know that in the end you know you're not saying only one only one of us can exist it's it's how do we get each other to coexist?
2: Yes. So, Mike, as you pointed out, we we've said it before and we'll continue saying it uh, while we oh have God. many good promoters and the standard of tournaments are really improving. Uh, but Metro is is really good at what they do. I would hate to lose them, especially when somebody Barry says he wants to do 50 events a year that can only be great for the sport. So nobody wants to lose that. Now, how do we get together? Whether the room is here on this platform or anyway, the WPA is open because we've now become an open book as to what we want and why we want it. Um, We still can't comprehend. On our side, as you may be struggling to comprehend uh, how the WPA exists with its structures, we cannot comprehend why a company wouldn't, wouldn't just sanction the event to avoid all this absolute nonsense that's going on. It's the simplest thing to do. Uh, we we, caught, we sometimes sit and think, why? What, what, what is it in Metro that they stop in this?
0: Well, But you also said you didn't like some of the language that was in that contract. Because like I said, from my understanding is that they offer to pay the sanctioning fees and guarantee that the price fund would increase every year or the contract would be void. That, that's, that's how I understand that contract being offered. You're saying I, there's other sticking points that were in their favor that, that, that you didn't like. I understand that side of it, but they are offering to pay the fees every year. That's better yeah, So
2: that's why I explained to you the fee was one part of it, that's right, what sanctioning thing. is about. Everybody focuses on the fee in them being a company that wants to just run the events. We worked well for 20 years doing just that, just that. And we can continue doing that. Matchroom's not changed anything in their event itself. So everything in the structure was that is still the same. Uh, just these new bodies they're creating and new associations which to me now looks like obviously they want to replace the wpa uh but look that's that's fine we'll see where that lands up why do we need all that matchroom is a company that that's supposed to be promoting events that's where they make money barry's made it clear in his interviews with mike uh that um he won't do anything unless he has some skin in the game so Uh, so and the first the contracts that we had that resulted in in us not being able to go for it was clauses that basically meant, as I said, I'm just giving you the summary, I don't have word for word here, but you can take ten statements and then it adds up to we now own nine ball. And then we couldn't do that. We don't we, we we're not authorized to do that too. And That was the big issue on that particular contract. We asked them, why don't you just sanction against the way you've always done? You're great at what you're doing. You don't, they, they really don't have competition.
1: I think think part of that is Sean, is that, is that, um, they want to, um, determine their own future and of their events. Right. Okay. So if they paid a sanction fee and were part of WPA and did 50 events a year, why would they do that if they felt like WPA was would still be in a position then to tell them you can't run this tournament on this date because so-and-so is running another tournament on this date, or you can't do this because of this. I think they just want to control their own destiny, right, as a promotion but, company. So, but
2: have a look, for over 20 years, they've sanctioned their tournaments with the WPA. They were so protected uh because of the they respect there were, were we three handled. or four
1: events a year sean there were three or four events a year no, no, they were invitational no, events uh, other than the world no,
2: championship no 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 uh, hear me out when i'm saying i'm not talking about dates dates is now a thing of of the past not even is worried about dates anymore what i'm talking about protecting they sanctioned events with the wpa the world cup of pool you, you know as an event right um uh, th- these events Uh, we had other people that wanted to do similar events, Uh, we stopped them saying that we've given the rights to match room. And those people (laughs) respected us stopping them. They didn't go on and just burst through as a company and create an opposition. So that was the kind of protection sanctioning gives. Tomorrow, if somebody wants to come, in, then, let's call it in tomorrow, I meaning in the future years, uh, uh, WPA could sanction someone else to do a World Cup of Pool um, because we've been sanctioning these you events. Mean like the World
1: they, Team Championship last year. <laughs>
2: oh man! It, uh, it sounds to you like that was the first time you heard of that event. No,
1: no. <laughs> The, the, the World Team Championship last year was a spin-off of the World Cup of Pool, right? No,
2: not at all. That that, that event took place more than six, seven years ago for the first time in Germany. Then it was followed uh, by two times, I think, in, in China. And China had the contract for it and uh, just failed to do it. And we never pushed them for it because we had no takers for it until we got... Um, to take it on so it was no new event um it existed we've got all (laughs) can show you the archives it's all online yeah i remember when china had the
0: event it was actually a really good event um all those years ago Yeah. all right Um, yeah so
2: definitely not a spin-off of world cup of
0: pool no what what would you say the wpa does ishan
2: um The the WPA, as per our our aims and objectives in our constitution, we are the world governing body for pool. Uh, In the world, we are the sole authority for the discipline of pool, or all pool, Uh, that is recognized by the WCBS, which is recognized by the IOC. We have six continental members, and each member provides a a member onto the board of the WPA. Uh, That's the board that I work with. Um, And each continental member has all the countries in their continent as their members. And the system flows exactly like that all the way down uh, in a country that has regions that make it up. So just very briefly, that's that's who we are, the WPA. We are a necessary necessary organization (laughs) like other sporting codes have these federations. Uh, We're not the only one. We're one of over 100 federations in the world uh it's just necessary to have this to control a sport and to 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 grow and to build so there's many aspects of growing and building um we we handle all of them
1: yeah i i I don't disagree with that i you know as as much as other people still say it's worthless i do get it uh, Um, i feel like i get it but uh, go ahead mike
0: No, I'm just at a loss a little bit. That's okay. (laughs) Well,
1: let's, I mean, we we can't, we keep kind of spinning back to the same, the same discussion, the same argument. So let's move on a little bit and, and take on the ACBS.
0: Well, well, that's how we started this an hour ago.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, we started with the Polish Federation. We started with the Polish Federation first. So um, the, the ACBS is the new, Asian Federation governing pocket billiards in Asia, correct? WPA, okay. So they recently banned Singapore players from the Singapore from playing in uh, a non-sanctioned event in Taiwan because uh, Singap- because of a, a snooker championship that was held and contested by the federation, you know, six months ago, whatever the case is i'm a little confused by one how the uh, apbu got dropped by the wpa and why the acbs is now the sanctioning the, the governing body for that continent when it really is not a pool federation at all it's mostly it seems like it's mostly snooker i don't see any representation on this federation from Anybody in the Philippines, from anybody in Taiwan, from anybody in China, where pocket billiards is 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 a big thing. So, um, tell me a little bit about how the how this company, how this federation became the accepted federation by the WPA, and what happened to the APBU.
2: Okay, so again, we have a constitution that our members need to abide by. Mm-hmm. Um, the APBU uh, failed to abide by that uh, on on various aspects. Um, instance, they failed. So they failed. So they are supposed to have what is called a general assembly or annual general meetings, and with their members uh, in in their continent, and um, they didn't do that. Um, they are supposed to disclose to their members. Uh, financials and a whole lot of things like that. The APBU failed to do that on numerous occasions, and um, just just uh, just for you to understand how this, it, it actually took the WPA quite a long time uh, to to get rid of the member because their failures date you know dates back uh, something like more than ten years back. Uh, but the WPA had to learn the hard way the first time when they attempted to do it. Uh, there was some laws that needed to be uh, seen to. It was registered in the Netherlands and caused all kinds of complications, but uh, the WPA had lost some money there, I believe, uh, with legal things. However, uh, over the period of time, we, we got that sorted out and then were able to successfully remove the member for their failures. Um, the, the requirements are all in our constitution as to what members need to do. That is how the APBU was taken out. And that created a vacancy uh, for the new member. The new member, in terms of the selection as to why the ACBS got the nod to 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 be given the first opportunity for it, um, is purely because APBU had uh, had about 20, 21, or somewhere around that figure. I can't remember the exact figure as members, and uh, and nine of those members were members already of the ACBS. They, they were the same member. So so it, 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 uh, that was one positive thing. The other thing is the ACBS are uh, they are the recognized uh, association in the, by the Asian Olympic Committee. So they already had that recognition uh, whereas the APBU didn't have that. So uh, that was another very strong point. There were a few other points. That gave uh, made the WP choose them as the member to to grow with. Um, under the WP rules, they were given. or uh, well, there is a three-year uh, call it a probationary period. Uh, they need to comply with everything and show us the growth. And uh, uh, so far, it's. I know it's only uh, a year down the line, but uh, uh, they 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 are doing really well. Uh, lots more activity in Asia uh, compared to when we had our old member. We did nothing. We also had a problem with our old member that China did not recognize them because they were from Taiwan. It it was a huge problem in in our books. Um, so it's something that we had to deal with continuously. So with them coming out, ACBS coming in, uh, with our issues in in China uh, are improving our situation, our relationship. So it's really looking good uh, for the future of our sport. Well then,
1: well then, tell me what you're. What your reaction was to them banning players from the Singapore to play in a pocket billiards event for a snooker issue that they had with the Singapore Federation?
2: So again, under these rules, we all governed by it. Uh, you know, some one one just for better understanding, the pool fraternity was really disappointed when we had to uphold a ban on Ga Young Kim, Kim Ga Young. Yeah. Um, yeah you know, she her, her offense. Yeah, the offense was she played in a non-sanctioned Karam event. Right. And uh, Karam, Karam had to suspend all the plays, uh, including her. That's they, an
1: individual player who 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 did something wrong. Uh, uh, these, the point, these Singapore pool players didn't have anything to do with a snooker event.
2: Right. So, so the point being made, I was just going to show you the link between okay. her and all our disciplines. Uh, that is an example of where we as pool people were probably not happy to suspend uh, at the time, probably our top, top five player in the world. Uh, but following the rules that we are governed by, we were forced to uh, you know, suspend her as well. So in the same fashion, uh, offenses in either pool, snooker or carom can result in in suspension of, of the member for all the disciplines. So the Singapore uh, People having a non sanctioned uh, snooker event, uh, they were given, you know, there's always a process that it follows. So there would be some sort of uh, uh, letters that would have sent or, or information that was sent. That was a snooker matter. So I'm not aware of the fine details, but I know what I would have to do if it was a pool requirement ask the Federation for uh, to answer the charges that they're facing and things like that, and in the end, make a decision. So whatever the decision that's made, if it was a pool matter, I would then pass it over to Snooker and Kerem so that they enforce it all round, and that's the process that would have taken place for Singapore. So, although it was a snooker problem, it affects them in all Q sport.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um... You, you don't. You don't. You don't have to. You don't have to go by policies to know whether something is, is unfair or not, Aishan. You know, co- common sense isn't something that needs to be written by, by federations, right? You're supposed to, your responsibility should be to them first and foremost. You know, it, it's, it, it, you sanction the ACBS, from my understanding. And by allowing them to do that, it just sets a terrible precedent. You know, the players aren't going to have any faith in you to have their back at all. By allowing something like this to happen, it had nothing. So, it, it had nothing to do with those Singapore pool players who were affected
2: by it. Right, you, you know, I understand your feeling when you look at it right now, but um, and, and and it's one of our issues with with America, USA itself, because you're one of the let's call it the few uh, regions or countries that do not have a structure like the ones that we have. So players, just to let you know how our sport begins at the lowest possible level, it's a group of players that get together to form a club, and they put a leader in the club. These clubs get together, these leaders of clubs that form a a, a district federation or association, and leaders from one go to the other. So all I would like to tell you, and as in my last visit here, we all come from You know, starting off one day (laughs) as being a player in a club, before we reach the stages that we are. So, players have a very important role to play. Uh, They are responsible for uh, for a lot of what what does go down. So, uh, players belonging to federations, they 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 do have a lot of rights. You know, so. It, it doesn't sound good when this happens. We watch it in Olympics. We watching it with the war. Many decisions take place that, that let's say, we, we don't like the decisions. But it is the rules that has been created that works for the world. So by far and large, we don't talk about the great successes. We pinpoint the few that sound you know skeptical. And, uh, and, and I don't blame that from happening. There has been instances where federations were wrong in what they've done. You know uh, like the police, you know they let's call it only human or, or whatever the motives may be, so I'm not certainly not saying all the federations are right in what they do, uh, but there is a process in place uh, that ninety percent, 99 percent of the time the right verdicts are reached. so you know we, we can't ignore the system that is that's working uh, working for the sport. okay well. I guess I guess we'll just have to
0: accept that answer then. Um, <laughs> so, uh, well, uh, I don't really got a whole lot left for right now, Mike. I know Mike's got a mike to take off here in a minute. No, no, it's, uh,
1: no it's 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 been interesting. I, I, I still think that you know when we boil down, we've talked for you know an hour and fifteen minutes, and when we boil it down. Um, we're now getting a line drawn in the sand between the WPA and its members and Matroom uh, that hinges, from what I understand, on new language in a Matroom contract that allows them to dictate to players, um, and the WPA wants to reserve that for themselves. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but you do. You have you can dictate to the players, but you don't want this. And, and your your argument is that it's different between federation and a, a, an individual company. Um, so that, that to me is the main, is the main where we're at with this, with this standoff and that the only way that's going to be solved is by Matrim and WPA sitting in the same room and say, I think we're both want the same thing. How do we get that? What language? we have to make sure stays out of each other's contracts with players and each other's contracts with promoters that we can live with is that possible to happen Ishan?
2: uh mike a, a few weeks ago I, I really thought it was possible i was hoping for the year end to get into the discussions with the the, the reviewing of the situation but uh today i'm not so sure matchroom has since made lots of new ground in uh, Yeah, so what I'm considering unprecedented moves, Uh, the the, the contract that you say, you know, that sounds like the big issue for now based on what you're experiencing, but a decision was going to be made uh, one way or the other if the events were not going to be sanctioned. So while that clause exists in the contract, uh, yes, that has sparked up action right now early. But okay. we were we were certainly heading for drying that sand if they if they were not going to sanction events. So it seems to me that Metro probably made up the mind not to sanction with the WPA and go and probably create their own WPA from what we've heard.
1: What? Okay. So so I, I'm, I just want to cut him real quick. I, when in October is your meeting, and and what would we expect to you know
0: what will call Are we, are we allowed to attend? <laughs>
2: So, yeah, the the the, the our, our general assembly is for our members. Um, uh, we we have all of them. So that's on the seventh seventh of October. Um, in it's taking place in Qatar, um, and uh, some of those decisions will be made. And there'll be uh, lots of lots of things in the WPA have been happening. We've I, I've been the new president since. Uh, you know, it's uh, eight months uh, today, I think. So yeah. um, congratulations. How do you like <laughs> it so far? <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> actually, not, not, not too bad at all. Yeah. I, I think I've, I've, I'm probably lucky coming into exciting times. Uh, you know, I've been on the board for, for 11 years uh, from the year 2011. So when we got in at that time, they were we were begging promoters to have events. Uh, you know, they're just not enough events. So we're heading in the right direction. There's a lot of new events planned. Uh, so the next, you know, the next months and years, we'll, we'll see a flooding of the calendar. Uh, countries are waking up from, from all over now, you know, wanting to host $50,000 events and more. So it's really looking exciting. So I'm, I'm quite excited. The various disciplines that we have, uh, it's, it's good. The WCBS uh, putting on their first ever championship, uh, in terms of us from the structured, <laughs> structure minded people, that's a, that's a huge step uh, towards uh, showing the IOC, you know, what we can do and, and um, how we can enter the Olympics. Uh, while that's a pipe dream for most, um, those of us who follow the structure, we still believe and uh, we'll keep following the, the guidelines they give us to, to hopefully one day uh, get to that goal. That's why we have the WCBS there, you know. So some good okay. things are happening uh, all around, yes.
0: Okay. I got, a, I got a question for you. So, you know, regarding the uh, Polish Federation um, uh, exercising when it comes to the Asian Open on those players, why weren't, why weren't these things exercised when it comes to the US Open?
2: I, I don't, like I said, I'm aware of the contract that was presented for the Asian Open we will only know as we wait and see which other events request you know has that contract or those kind of wording but as it comes up that certainly will be enforced then
0: and so just just so that we're clear any any federation who's working with matchroom on any of their events their players are gonna have suspensions and and sanctioning going
2: forward is what it sounds like then I'm, i'm i'm very yeah like i said the decision still has to be made but from the feeling, the general feeling, uh, I know people could come to a meeting and change the mind. But the general feeling, cons- general consensus, is that uh, we must enforce our our rules. And if we have to enforce our rules, then yes, anybody involved in un- unsanctioned events uh, will face suspensions and or uh, exclusions.
1: Yeah. Well, the BCA okay. is not is the BCA. Is the BCA directly involved in yeah. the U.S. Open? I don't think so, right?
2: no and not, 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 not to my knowledge no.
0: Okay. no. well the the invitation to come on with uh, Emily still stands if you guys decide <laughs> to we will we will gladly open our doors and have and have an open uh, uh, meeting on here um, it's it's unfortunate and that's and that's being um, being mild it's not a good day for the players and it's not a good day for the sport hearing things like this so um. Hopefully things turn around and you guys can come to some kind of agreement. And more importantly, just you know, meet at some point in the future because this this is going to go nowhere fast with the way things are are heading right now. So.
2: Yeah, um, I, I, I do think I do think it's a difference of opinions. It is uh, It sounds like it's not a good day for the players, uh, but sometimes you need a you need a pause to to move really fast forward so maybe you know in two years from now three years from now we might be sitting and saying well maybe for some reasons it was good that today took place so yeah uh, but then i'm, oh, I'm okay. still optimistic
0: yeah I, I what why would why would anybody have any faith in the wpa and and being able to execute that though
2: uh, because what, like- we already pro- because the wpa sanctions events and there's a lot of people coming to the wpa to sanction their events uh, David was given figures of tournaments that's taking place, and that and it's just growing. I, I have uh, quite a few meetings. I'm traveling a lot, uh, going and sign, you know signing contracts with various people to to have tournaments. So it's looking good. Why would you not be? Why would players be upset when there's more events that's been uh, offered compared to before? So. Uh, we we people still need the WPA. We're not doing the events. Well, what but David just said
0: last week was that all these events are causing more travel expenses, and players aren't earning a living. So we could we we could have that same discussion when it comes to the WPA WPA events coming up as well. I, I'd imagine. I don't know. I, I, I
2: don't.
0: I, I, I don't <laughs> want to. I mean, yeah, we we will just we'll just leave it at that for now. Um, I, I'm hoping we'll we'll be able to continue this conversation at some point uh, in the near future. I'm sure lots more are going to come on. We do have Carl Boyles was real active in the chat. We do have Carl scheduled for Monday uh, to come on the show. So we are looking forward to that. I'd imagine we'll probably get Emily on to come on uh, in the next couple of weeks as well, leading into the U.S. Open. Aishan, I appreciate your time. I know it's not easy. Uh, Lord knows I'm difficult to deal with. And Mike's, Mike's a bit of a cupcake over here. So uh, he's, a, he's a little bit softer to chew on. But uh, we appreciate you coming on and uh, sitting in the hot seat for a little bit.
2: Uh, I'm glad I Could be of assistance. Yeah, no, you're,
1: you're, you're, I, no, I appreciate your, uh, uh, your explanations. Um, you know, there's still a lot of questions. A lot of people have, and, and, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll keep addressing this as we move forward. Cause more things pop up. We could talk for another hour. I'd love to talk At more about it. the U S open. What's going to happen to us players that play in the U S open. Is the BCA going to have to sanction them? You know, all these kind of things, you know, we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to look into all that, but, um, but we'll do this again soon to and, uh, thanks very much for, uh, for taking the time and, and, um, absorbing the blows. If,
0: if I, if I invite you back on, are you going to answer my email? Be honest with me.
2: <laughs> so I, I've, I've, I, I always respond, always respond, maybe a little bit slow from being so far away, but always respond. Yeah, you're a listen, good sport. You are.
0: We appreciate you for coming on. We will be talking soon. And uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, We'll be back with more reaction uh, soon. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye.